welcome to the Working While Homeschooling podcast, the podcast for workingwhilehomeschooling.com, where our mission is to help homeschooling parents make money, maybe even have a career, while continuing to homeschool and without losing their sanity. My name is Julie, and I am your host and resident career coach today. I want to thank you all for joining us and listening in. I hope you're doing well. On today's episode, we'll be speaking to Robin, who is active in real estate and homeschools her children. So Robin, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I am a realtor. Um, I'm based in the Fredericksburg or Northern Virginia area. Um, I have four boys and we homeschool all four of them. Um, I've got from ages six up to age 14, so pretty much one in elementary, two in middle, and um, one in high school. And I am married, and um, my husband is a part of our homeschool as well. Wonderful. Wonderful. So you mentioned you're doing real estate. Tell us a little bit more about your work. Okay, well, um, I do primarily residential real estate, so I help people moving to the area or people that are locally in the area that just want to, you know, upsize or downsize their home. Um, I also, my husband and I do a little bit of real estate investing as well. So um, that kind of comes with, you know, renovating properties and things like that, just investing them to improve the quality and then potentially make, you know, make some money at the end of the day. Fantastic. Um, and um, what would you say, um, you know, tell us a little bit how you got into that and why did you decide real estate? Well, I wanted to, um, I wanted to homeschool the kids and it took us a little while to decide exactly when we were going to do it and how I was going to structure my career. Um, prior to homeschooling them, I also was working from home remotely uh, doing a very, very part-time job in healthcare. And um I wanted to come all the way home and still have something that I could do and still call my own that would give me flexibility. So I've always wanted to be in real estate. So I figured due to the flexibility that it allows and that it's something that I love that when I decided to homeschool, I figured it was a perfect time to get started with real estate as well. Right. Right. So what did it take to kind of get into this? Can you tell us a little bit about like how you got into it and how you got started? Okay, sure. Well, you initially just have to find a class that you're going to take. Uh, You do have to be licensed in your state. Each state varies. My state just will allow you to get a license as a salesperson, whereas some states will require you to get, um, take extra hours of education and become a broker. Um, Here, I can't remember, I guess there's multiple companies that offer the licensing. I would recommend a company called Mosley. That's who I took, I went through, and they're amazing and the classes are either online or in person or they can do a correspondence class where they mail you a book but that's primarily what you need to do to get started is find out what the licensing requirements are in your state and then i mean pretty much any of that information is on google or you could call the real estate board for your state and everybody's normally very helpful and they'll walk you through the process so get your license and then find a company that you want to work for but keep in mind being a realtor, you're still like uh, an independent contractor. So you're still an entrepreneur and you work for yourself. It's not like a W-2 position. Right. Tell us, um, 
and I know a, a few um, when we were chatting a few days ago, we kind of talked about like the pros and cons of of this kind of role and in competition and stuff. So can you share a little bit about kind of how you found the pros and cons of real estate? Um, the great part about one of the pros, I guess, would be the flexibility that you get. Um, another pro would be because that comes along basically with any type of entrepreneurship. You kind of run it, you know, mostly how you would want to run it. Of course, you still have clients, you know, you need to work with their schedules, um, but you do get to own your own business. So that's definitely a pro. You do get flexibility. That's a pro. Um, real estate has endless potentials for different types of, um, opportunity within the business. Um, you can do investments, you can do residential real estate, you can do commercial, you can do rental properties. Um, you can be, you can coordinate transactions, kind of like a virtual assistant for realtors that are already in the business. So those are a lot of the pros. Um, the cons, I would say, the, and I guess it's more or less a challenge of the business is that once you get your license, you really have to find business. So you may know other people in your family or in your circle that already sell real estate. And so you would be competing against those people to get, to get business or to get clients. But, you know, I say start with the people that know you and love you and just work your way from there because they should be more than happy to work with you. Okay. Excellent. Um, and you mentioned you were doing residential real estate. So um, can you kind of help us help those that maybe don't understand real estate? the various kinds of markets and that, you know, real estate's a big field as we talked about before. Can you tell us everyone a little bit more about kind of the different kinds of real estate? Um, sure, so residential is basically uh, buying and selling just homes, uh, condominiums, townhomes. Um, you can get into commercial real estate. Well, let me go back to residential. So residential can be the sale or lease. So you can rent or buy a home, a condo, a townhome, whatever type of home that's gonna be used basically for families, I would say. Um, commercial real estate is gonna be more so just commercialized. So you're talking about businesses, um, apartment buildings, uh, retail stores, things like that, where you're dealing with more or less a business than a family that would reside in that home. And in that same regard, you can buy or sell commercial real estate, invest, or do a rent or lease of a commercial space. Okay, fantastic. Um, tell us a little bit about your homeschool experience. How did you got, how did, you mentioned like you were deciding to bring the kids home from homeschool. So, um, you know, tell us a little bit about that, that um, journey. I did, so um, my oldest son who is now in the ninth grade, um, he did start with the traditional school method where he went to preschool and then we did kindergarten first, second, third, fourth, all the way through sixth grade. So he did one year of middle school. Um, we pulled them out of school about three years ago just due to a, uh, a multitude of reasons. I just felt that it was laid on my heart to take him out of school. Uh, my older three did all attend public school and my youngest has never been to public school. My, my, the next up, he only went to kindergarten. So um, it was just a series of events. I guess it happened and my husband and I just discussed it. It was laid on our hearts just to pull the kids out and to try home education for one year. Um, here we are getting ready to approach our fourth year. So um, we just felt that the home education would be better. It would allow us to hone in on each child's individual skills and lifelong desires. 
um, and to more so tailor their education and kind of their school experience. Wonderful. Yeah, I, I will say that when we started, I was like, oh, I'm just going to do this for kindergarten. And I'm like, well, what's the point of not doing this for first grade, too? So about third or fourth grade, we finally admitted, you know what, we're really homeschoolers. <laughs> um, and so, you know, you know, but we do still have the rule that we take this on a year by year basis. So I totally understand that. Um, what kind of, have you found any particular curriculums or things that have worked for you guys? Um, you know, when you're kind of managing all this working and homeschooling stuff? Um, what I have found for our family, and of course it varies for everybody, some people are more um, computer-based, and while my kids are very computer-savvy, for some reason when it comes to the education piece, they are very literature-heavy, so they love books, and they love reading and figuring out the lessons. Um, in specific, if, if I had to name some curriculum that are kind of like our staples, I would say Saxon Math. Mm -hmm. um, we really have been using that one or one of my children, one way or another, has used Saxon Math all three years that we've done this. Um, but I just feel like whatever curriculum your kid more closely relates to and will help them retain the information better because that's what one of the issues we had with the online is that they were doing well but then not retaining so the literature based especially like saxon which has the spiral approach so they're learning things and then every day they're doing that same thing that they're learning again and again and again which really helps with retention but we're parent-led and i primarily just choose curriculum based off of how my child responds to it. So we just kind of do, um, we do spectrum. Spectrum books are actually really good too, and especially because they correlate to common core standards. I really like spectrum books as well. Okay, fantastic. Um, now, when people find out that you're working and homeschooling at the same time, what are some of the things that you've heard people say to you? Wow. <laughs> Um, they just ask, you know, how do I get the time for it? And how do I have patience to homeschool? And I mean, believe it or not, the patience just comes. Once you just get started, you don't even, you don't miss the time that the children before, like when the kids were in public school, I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't wait to have those hours during the day where it's quiet. But you get so used to them just being here all the time when they are gone. It's like, it's that that's it's like the opposite effect I guess so I kind of get you know those are the main things where do you get time and how do you have the patience to do that but it just comes it's just part of it just kind of goes with the flow yeah I have people tell me it's like oh I would never have the patience but I'm like yeah you would you would as soon as you get started it it, it just comes it's like I haven't killed them yet so. <laughs> It, you won't kill them tomorrow. That's like mm -hmm. sometimes, though I will admit, sometimes I have called my husband. I'm going, they are going to die. <laughs> He's like, okay, I'm on my way home. I'm like, okay. Yeah, you do I'm have not. those days. That I think that's a part of every homeschooler story. You do have those days, especially when it comes to math. <laughs> oh my goodness. Math and preteen too, man. Oof. Yes. Yes. So what do you, so how do your kids do this when you're working? So how do you kind of juggle, you know, the childcare question? What do you do with your kids while you're doing all of this? 
Um, so I try my absolute best. It does not work 100% of the time, but I try um, to do schoolwork with my children as early in the morning as I can. Mm -hmm. um, and then I try to do work the rest of the day. And I mean, like, literally the rest of the day into the night. Right. So that is what I try to do. If I do have to run out, I have my mom who lives local to us. And sometimes I will take the kids over there and everybody has a book bag for that reason. They load their stuff in and they'll go um, to her if I'm going to be gone for like an extended period of time. But I also have, uh, um, my son's soon going to be turning 15. So he's a big, big, big helper. Excellent. Excellent. Um, and um, I know with real estate, you know, it's, you're going to have to go out and show houses and, you know, it's not all at work that you can do at home. So how are you handling um, like meetings and, you know, kind of meeting with all these people that you have to meet with? So a big thing with real estate, especially if you're working with a lot of your family and friends is that your children can come. Like last week, my kids came and I was taking out a friend and her kids came. So they all kind of brought their book bags and the kids are just sitting there and they're playing, you know, they'll, they'll ride and do work if they can on the ride. Like they'll do, you know, we're calling out spelling words, taking a spelling test while we're riding to go show houses. So the kids are so used to it now. Um, between that, they usually, they're usually fine coming with me. And then also the real estate office that I work with, they are also very family friendly. Like you can bring your, you can bring your kids, you can bring your pets. Like they're very, very family friendly. And there's, there was another mom there that was homeschooling. She recently left, but she was also, so we both would have our homeschoolers and they're just, you know, working away while we were doing our meetings. Oh, fantastic. And I believe he's mentioned something about the why. Um, yeah. So for like socialization and activities and things like that. Uh huh. Um, we do go to the YMCA. Um, I can take the kids there. They do go to the YMCA for gym class. So that's very, very helpful as well. Um, whenever they are in gym, which is twice a week, I try to schedule appointments during the time that they're in the YMCA because that's just like mommy time. And I try to meet very close to our local YMCA, which is is very, very helpful for me because I can count on at least two to three times a week having the, you know, that hour and a half or two hour time frame and be able to meet. That's excellent. Kind of, yeah. Um, fantastic. So um, let's talk like the rest of the life. So beyond the homeschooling stuff and beyond the working stuff, how do you do everything else? I mean, that's the stuff that always kind of fascinates me. So like, let's say the time management, logistics, logistics, the cleaning the house, you know, laundry, how in the world do you get all of that done? Um, well, I incentivize my children. <laughs> A lot of it, I mean, they are the ones that are making most of the mess, honestly. So I really do try to encourage them to clean up after themselves. Um, they kind of have, I got this idea, I saw it online quite some time ago, that another mom, um, she's like, basically my success is, you guys can contribute to my success and it would be our success. So basically, like I tell my children, if mommy has to run and take a call, if you guys stay quiet, you know, then 
once this person buys this house or sells this house, we can celebrate, you know, or we can take a weekend vacation or we can go out to eat or something like that. So they feel like these little bits and pieces, even if it's something small like that, like I'm going to run in the room and take a call or, hey, if you'll take dinner out for me the night before, then that's going to help mom. And that'll basically count as like bonus points. You know, I don't, I don't track it per se, but just they know that every little bit that they help once I even have like a big chart. I print it out on the wall and then I print it out the amount of houses I want to sell for the year. So every time they help me, someone gets to come in and mark off a house. So they know like we help mommy get there and she's going to, we're going to celebrate in some kind of way at the end of the day. Right. So it's team effort, basically, kind of instituting team. Definitely. And giving them and rewarding them for that. Excellent. Um, what do your kids think about all of this, about you working and such? Um, the older one is the only one I think that actually realizes that mommy works. <laughs> the other one is just, I said, oh, I have to go to work. And they, the little ones are looking at me like, oh, did you get a job? <laughs> you know, because they don't look at it like that. Because they ride with me and they are just like, oh, we're looking at pretty houses and meeting friends. So they don't think of it like that. Excellent. And you mentioned that your spouse is involved in your homeschool, some homeschool experience? Um, yeah, he definitely comes along. Like if we're doing field trips, um, mostly, and what I need mostly from him is just for him to be supportive um, of the idea. And he is, if he's off, he will sit down and do lessons with the kids. He'll help me grade. And he's actually a big history buff, which is where I kind of fall short a little bit. I know basic history, but I'm not, he's really engulfed in it. He came from a military family. So he is definitely really engulfed in history and geography and he'll sit down he did a lesson on with the kids with world war ii and he does all that kind of he does that side of things excellent excellent so let's say uh, there's a homeschooling parent out there who's like you know what real estate i want to do that um would you have like any suggestions or tips or like words of advice you would give them before they kind of get in get into this um, I would just say, remember that it is, real estate is not for the faint of heart. So you're going to have to be, you know, pretty, a pretty tough cookie to make it in the real estate business. Um, so just be prepared that you're, it's a job. You're going to definitely have to work. You're definitely going to have to, you know, hustle if you're going to be in this business. But I would just say, be prepared for what you're going to do. And then also have a love for it because you're going to be working pretty hard and trying to juggle home, real estate, and homeschooling, which is not an easy thing. So make sure that you're doing something that I would say that you love so that you have that daily encouragement to want to continue to do it uh, day after day. Yeah, this is not something you can just say, oh, look, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this little real estate thing and then actually make real money. Exactly. You'll lose money if you, if you choose to just, you know, oh, I'm going to do it part-time and just, you know, here and there. No, you have so many fees with real estate, maintaining your license, continuing education credits, buying signs and lockboxes and business cards and all these things that if you're not really serious about it, you'll end up in a worse position than when you started. So just be serious about it and hit the ground running. Okay. Um, now, I know we as women, and especially we as moms, we're really, really excellent at saying what we're not good at and what we stink at and what we don't do well. So can you maybe share with us one thing that you actually do well? And, you know, kind of um, one thing you maybe who've gained through this experience? 
Um, I was thinking about that. So what is one thing that I've done well? I think if I have to go based off of things that I heard, because just like you said, it's hard to look from the outside and see what you're doing. It's easier to just, or I guess it's more human nature just to look at what you can improve on. Mm -hmm. um, so a lot of the other moms have said that I'm pretty organized, which I really, really try to be. I guess I'm a little OCD with that. I have like folders for each child and I have like, I mean, they're fancy folders. They're lifesavers. So I got them from Amazon. They're really, really nice. They have like a pocket. I put artwork in there and then I have divisors for everything else. So I try to be as organized as I can. And the main reason is because I am multitasking so much. And then I think also I've tried, I hope that I've succeeded in making my homeschool fun. Right. Um, I think that's, I think that's one thing that we need to make sure that we don't forget about. Like even today we did story time this morning and my kids love, we're reading uh, Basil of Baker Street. He's like Sherlock Holmes and he's a mouse and it's a fun story. But at the end of story time, we hand out like tickets. I hand out tickets to the kids and then they get to go shop at our like homeschool store and they get to buy all kinds of things that I stock it with. So just trying to keep it fun. I think, I hope that I've succeeded at that. Excellent. Excellent. Um, now, if you were able to kind of have a conversation with those that were listening to our podcast today, what kind of questions would you ask them? What kind of questions would you ask the masses? I'm not, honestly, I'm not really sure. What would I ask those that are listening? Um, you mean if they're interested in homeschooling and working? Well, just in general, do you have like, do you have kind of like burning questions as far as homeschool or work or business or such that are kind of laying on you that you would love to have answers to? Uh, I need to know the best way to narrow down curriculum a little bit better. There are just so many options. So I guess I would, how can you be more decisive? Once you give me but so many options, I get very overwhelmed. So I'm just like, how do you best eliminate and choose curriculum? I would say that that's probably my biggest question. Yeah. Price is one good way to do that. <laughs> yeah. Um, for sure. Um, and what would be kind of like, you know, last, you know, as we kind of wrap up today, what would be that kind of word of encouragement or like, you know, the last thought you would like to leave everyone with today? So if they remember nothing else that we spoke about today, what would you want them to remember from our, our talk today? Um, I just want the moms to know or dads to know whoever's homeschooling and working that, that you can do it. You're, you are enough just as you are. And you can 100% you can do anything that your heart is set on and anything that you put your mind to. Um, just remember that we need to take breaks. We need to give ourselves breaks and we need to give our kids breaks. Don't compare yourself to any other mom or homeschooler. You're, you're perfect just as you are. Wonderful. Thank you so much. And thank you for sharing with us today. Okay. Thank you for having me, Julie. Now, as we wrap up our episode today, I want to thank you all for listening in. There are tons of great podcasts out there, but you chose to spend your time here with us, so thank you. Please be sure to check out your show notes for the links to my site and all of the great ways that you can connect with us online. Now, if you enjoyed today's podcast, please feel free to give us a positive review wherever you might listen to us, subscribe to the podcast, share with your homeschooling friends, 
or of course, any and all of the above. If you know someone that you think would be a great guest for our podcast, I'd love to learn about them. Please email me at julie at workingwhilehomeschooling.com. Thanks for listening in today. Thank you to Robin for hanging out with us and being our guest here today. And please join us, everyone, in the Facebook group for continuing conversation on today's topic and beyond. And I hope to see you all soon at our next podcast for Working While Homeschooling.